let me just say, you don't need to have cheated in every single game of a seven-game series to have cheated your way to a victory. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Far too kind. Welcome everybody to a special edition. This is episode 10, I think, of the Let Me Just Say podcast. I'm your host, Jesse. You know me as Dodgers underscore Blues on Twitter. So, this is going to be a special Jesse answers all of Joe's voicemails. If you're a fan of the podcast, you've heard of Joe. Slide underscore piece 37, I think. I've now memorized his handle. We're gonna, we're gonna, Joe fills up my, Joe's a traveling man. He's, uh, he's out and about, um, behind the wheel on the open road, driving a, driving a rig, a tractor trailer, some may say. And he hauls freight and other things, I believe. I don't, not like drugs. I'm not, I'm not saying he's a drug smuggler. Or guns. He isn't. He's not a gun runner. But I'm not. I'm not ultimately too sure what. I think it varies. I think Joe's loads. <laughs> I think they vary. So maybe we can. Uh, maybe we can get him to answer that after the after I do this recording that he doesn't know that I'm doing. But I have so many voicemails that uh, I'm. I'm gonna have some fun with this. So. Joe is a kind man. Joe is a good man. Joe's a veteran. He's a father. He's a husband. He's a loving man. And uh, he's a funny man. So, uh, I got some time to kill tonight. And I got a voicemail inbox full of Joe. So, I'm going to dial some up. We're going to have some fun. Some of them are going to be probably wild because Joe's wild. Y'all seen the videos. So. Alright. Well, Joe, welcome to the show. You don't know that you're on. I hope you're safe. And you're, you're in California, I saw, on in our communications on the web. So. Alright, let's pull some up. Oh, and keep in mind, these may be topical, because Joe's been recording voicemail since I since I got a voicemail box so um if we're talking about something that's from a week and a half ago deal with it <laughs> all right Joe what up my dude yeah this is a call for let me just say podcast host Jesse also known as underscore dot blues Dodgers Twitter blues underscore this is Joe on a mobile first time caller long time listener Right off the bat, that's a lie, because Joe has an unhealthy obsession with me more than I have with the Houston Astros, so he's not a first-time caller or listener or first-time listener or caller. I don't know what he said. I don't remember. 
he he probably made a joke, but I was trying to think about what I was going to say, and I didn't remember, so. Uh, hey, Joe. Thanks for calling the show. It's always nice to hear your voice. I hope you feel the same. What What's your call about today, though? I'm interested to hear. I got some thoughts about your uh, government-appointed bitch slapper of Twitter. Yeah, I like the idea. It sounds great and all. But as a fiscally conservative, red-blooded American patriot, I want to know, sir, where is that money going to come from? And if you think raising my taxes is the answer, then you've got another thing coming. I will start a petition, and I will stand outside every Walmart north of the Rio Grande. Is that still a river? And I will bring the masses the attention to which the atrocity of yours slash the president's slash Twitter's will uh, bring on this nation. Because I don't know if you've looked around, but my health care coverage went up by quite a lot a month. And so I don't know what that has to do with the taxes you would have to form to raise to get your little plane ticket. Because I know you're going to fly first class because you're, you are got, like, thousands of Twitter followers, so you can't be bothered to sit with the peasants back in coach, okay? But if it was up to me, you would take a Greyhound bus because it's gritty, and you would get your mind right, because nobody's ever had a good bitch slap after resting comfortably on a Delta 777 first class while sipping your... I don't know, a uh, little tequila sunrise or whatever. I'm not an alcoholic, so I don't know what these drinks even mean. But anyways, I'll hang up and listen. Also, I'll be watching. Also, I'm going to register to vote now, thanks to you. Well done. Roscoe, Charlie, Roger, over and out. All right, Joe. <laughs> All right, first off, anybody didn't know, uh, earlier on in... Um, some of the episodes, and let me just say, I said that I, I don't even remember what I was fucking talking about, but I was talking about being appointed, uh, oh, because somebody tweeted some dumb shit, um, that I should be the uh, the president in the United States of this great America should um, appoint me to bitch slap people that say dumb shit on Twitter, and I get to fly to your house and bitch slap your ass. So Joseph's first question was, he was wondering where the money was going to come to for my salary, because he probably knows I'd ask for a hefty sum to make sure that these injustice, injustices were dealt with correctly. So, um, Joe, that's not really my problem. I just push some numbers around like they do. You know, maybe we have to, I, I don't know, maybe we have to cut some OT uh, somewhere to fix a couple less potholes. Or, um, I don't know, but that's not my problem. Second, Oh, he was worried about his taxes increasing because his health care has gone up. I got some news for you, Joe. <laughs> your your health care increase might have some direct correlation due to the fact that you're now old. I don't want I don't want to sound mean because I'm right behind you. But you're currently an, considered an old. And well, 
the healthcare system knows that at any point now, you know, no, that's too, that's too dark. I don't mean that, Joe. You're not going anywhere. You're going to live forever and ever. If you made it through all those dope tattoos that you got, surviving the mean streets with those things, <laughs> you'll be all right forever. I believe that. You're like, you're like, um, the, the dude from Terminator 2. It's made out of that silver shit. You just will always reform. Um, thanks for the first call. I think that might have been one of the first calls that you made in to the show. I don't know, though. I don't take this shit serious enough. I gotta start taking notes. I think Joe's coming in prep to these voicemails. Um, so I'm gonna get a pen and pad out here, and I'm gonna take notes during his during his calls because they're long-winded, not in a bad way, and they're they have layers, you know. If you heard that one, it had layers. So I got my pen. Let's dial up another one. I didn't hear a tone. Has there been a tone yet? Hello? Is this thing on? Yeah, this is Joe of House Spokane, first of his name, heir to the throne. Thank you for the call, Lord Joseph. I know this one's about to be interesting because I saw the length of this call. Um, Everybody strap in. This call had a three-minute... Runtime. So, you guys are in for a treat. Sit back, relax, close your eyes, and go on this journey with Joseph. Here we go. And I've got some thoughts on your whole question you raised about kids and what age they should be left at home alone. And I've got a good answer. They should never be left home alone because you know why? You can't trust kids ever from the time they fall out of your wife or girlfriend or whoever until the time that they die, basically. Like, you can't trust kids, man. Freaking millennials. Oh, is that ageism? Guess what? At me. I don't even care. Um, I still don't even know if this message is recording because the, the lady uh, computer voice was like, Please record your message after the tone. And I still have not heard a tone, but my timer is definitely ticking. As all of our timers are ticking in this world, uh, Jesse, at Dodgers score under under blues. See, the thing is, as I'm driving westbound on this interstate, it, it realized itself to me that you can't take anything for granted, and that includes leaving your kids home alone, because you know why? If you leave your kids home alone, they'll eat all of your pizza pockets that you specifically hid in the back of the freezer for yourself, okay? And that ain't right, because you know who paid for those things? Not them. You know what they did? They're down there trying to, they're trying to level up in whatever stupid video game they're playing, okay, Boomer? And I don't, uh, I don't even care. Like, good, stay down there. I don't want to see you. I don't want to hear from you. I, I, you eat too much already. So lay off the pizza pockets, brah, and give me my space. 
Speaking of MySpace, I miss that whole platform because remember you could put the background. I had this sick New York Mets background. It was like bricks, and it was like kind of it was like all disheveled looking, but it was like Gotham City, but it was badass. And I can't remember. I think I had my song playing when you clicked on the thing. It was like racks on racks on racks, and I had no idea what it meant. But my little brother, who was much cooler than me in high school, nine years younger. So if you want to talk about my parents and their inability to have sex. At the, like in reasonable increments. So I would have had a brother that was like closer to age as me, and I didn't. I had sisters, and also I had five siblings because my parents were Catholic, and those people definitely need to use more protection. And so I just I can't take it anymore. Um, I forget why I'm calling. I don't. <laughs> uh, Joe ran out of fucking time. That's what just happened right there. <laughs> Did you guys enjoy that call? I enjoyed it. I was I was laughing profusely during my my listening. So <laughs> Joe's got a point, I guess. I I once talked about on one of the podcasts about how young is too young to stay home alone. Is that right? What am I trying to say? At what age would you allow your child to stay home alone? And Joe says, "Fucking never," because you can't trust those little sons of bitches. And he's probably right. Because I broke a lot of shit growing up. Broke windows. Broke other shit. I don't know. I just broke shit. I mean, I remember being on the roof of my house. I'm probably 12 years old. I have one of my uh, friends there. He's the same age. I'm on the fucking roof. The peak of the house. The highest point of the house. I was standing up there lighting off bottle rockets and letting them fly straight out of my hand. I remember that. I remember shooting each other with a BB gun, and I got shot twice, directly in the face, with a BB gun from probably like 25 yards away, about an inch, nah, maybe two inches, from my eyeballs, on each side. It looked like I had a set of dimples. One of my teachers in school actually said something to me, Jesse, why do you have two, like, indentations on your face today? (laughs) Try explaining that one to the teachers. Oh yeah, me and me and Joe, we were shooting BB guns. And that's the funny thing is, I'm not. I don't mean Joe that's calling in. I mean when my when I was young, I my good for one of my good friends. His name was Joe. So small world, Joes. You know, it's not a very common name. So it's so lucky for me to have two Joes that have I can call friends in my life. You know. So, anyway, uh, yeah, I, I get you, man. Can't trust kids. They've fucking eaten your Hot Pockets. Speaking of Hot Pockets, what's your flavor, Joe? I wish you would have brought that up. Because we've been talking and we've been arguing about flavors of foods and and snacks lately. So, are you a traditional Hot Pocket guy? Just pe- cheese pizza? Or um, pepperoni pizza, I mean? I prefer a little hot ham and cheese. That might be white trash of me. But I, I prefer not hot, not the ham and cheese. I like that one. But if you need me to come over and like fuck your kids up while you're on the road and keep them and protect those hot pockets, I don't mean fuck your kids up, Joe. I'd never do that. But if you need me to protect those hot pockets, I'm willing to lay down and and do that for you. Lay down? I don't know why I just said that. <laughs> I'm, I will stand in front of the refrigerator 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And guard those hot pockets with my goddamn life. If that's what you need from me. 
just let me know. But um, yeah, MySpace, dude. I loved me some MySpace, man. I felt like an HTML coder. I was like, you know, I, I thought I was typing code and shit, and I was just changing my background to probably the same background you have, but it was the Dodgers version, and we thought we were badasses. Always try to flex with music, too. You're right, man. I, I think you said yours. I don't remember what your song was. By now, I've been talking for too long, but I used to put up, you know, you're always throwing some subtle hints out. You're probably flirting with a girl or whatever, so you put up a little little song that maybe it was an inside joke between you two or something like that, you know? That's the move on MySpace. Or if you're mad, you're mad at everybody, you're mad at your bunch of your friends, you, you put a you put a song up that everybody knows, oh shit. He's pissed about what we did. <laughs> you know you're reflecting on people like that, Joe, with your MySpace. Don't even try to fucking lie to me. But yeah, I get it, man. Can't leave the fucking kids at home. I guess you're right. Because I was a little badass. And that's only two incidences. Incidences? Instances. That's only two... Pretend like I never said any of that. That's only two instances that I can just bring up in two minutes of dumb shit I did while I was home alone. So... Who the fuck am I kidding? Don't leave your kids home alone. Don't listen to me when it comes to kid advice. I'll 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 just pretend I know about that. Everything else I'm I have decent advice about. I probably shouldn't talk about kids anymore. I told you I almost electrocuted myself one time. So let's dial up another Joe voicemail. Hey, this is Foghorn Leghorn calling on a mobile, and I've got some beef with you under underpants blues. You got to let your callers and listeners know. That that voicemail you have set up, it has a time limit, and I wasn't aware of that, so I got cut off. Also, I didn't hear the freaking beep at the beginning, so I was kind of dumbfounded. I lost my way. All right, hold up. Slow down, Joe. Take some deep breaths. You don't disrespect the host when you make your call in ever again. It's not my fault that you don't know in the two year 2019 how voicemail works. You had a fucking answering machine i bet at one point in your life joe come on be better than that you know how voicemail works it's not unlimited time are you gonna give me your life biography and voicemail jeez man you're better than that he forgot you to you were at three minutes did you want like next time just come over just drive over and we'll fucking record right in the studio the studio. This is my fucking extra bedroom. What am I talking about? Uh, I'm an idiot. Let's hear what the rest of this shit is that you got to say here. You're angry, I can tell. You're upset about the voicemail not notifying you that it started, nor did it end. But it made for good radio, so let's see what else you got. So please advise. Send out a tweet. Send out the bat signal. Do what you must. But this, this is not right, and... uh I will penalize myself and you by not listening for five minutes of your next podcast. I'm just going to fast forward the first five minutes. So hopefully it's not good content. Um, keep that in mind as you're talking to the microphone. Okay. I'm going to end this call now. Love you. Joe, I hope you didn't put yourself on timeout. You didn't deserve that. I understand your frustrations. I too sometimes get road rage. 
I feel that maybe that's what you had at that moment when you were lashing out at me, your good friend, who you just said I love you to. Do you guys say I love you to your friends? Like your guy friends, fellas, I'm talking to you right now. Do you do you say I love you to your to your guy friends? Because I've never even met Joe in person. Spoiler alert. But when we hang up on phone calls, I say I love you to him. And yeah, maybe some of it's joking around. But it's truly how I feel. He's a good dude. I say good dude too much, huh? I think Joe made fun of me about that one time on the timeline. You're a great gentleman, Joe. Is this getting a little homoerotic? Joe's not my type, in case anybody was wondering. Anyway, uh, what did you even say in the last of that call? Oh, just you're putting yourself on timeout. Well, here's a timeout. Let's get another voicemail up from Joe. Hey, this is Sid Fernandez's 1987 love child, Joe on a mobile. Hello, Joe on a mobile. <laughs> Sid, Sid Fernandez's Ill- illegitimate? Oh, fuck, I can't speak. Sid Fernandez's illegitimate child, I believe he said. Do you guys remember Sid Fernandez? If you're a child of the, if you're born in the 80s and grew up in the 90s, you'd know who he was. Former, drafted by the Los Angeles Dodgers of L.A. And I do not remember how the Mets obtained him, but he was a longtime pitcher for the Mets. And also the um, um, owner, that's what I'm trying to say, the owner of a great name. How dope is Sid Fernandez? It sounds like a rock star. It sounds like a wrestler. It sounds like maybe like a superhero all rolled up into one. Sid Fernandez. I might name my kid Sid Fernandez. Good thinking, Joe. What do you got on this call, bud? And I just heard the part where you said Pete Alonso mashed, but the Mets weren't that good. Are you serious, bro? Do you even know what a second half surge even is? I doubt it. So maybe you should uh, rewind the 2019 season, check out the rankings and how my squad just skyrocketed right up the standings, right up your ass. And if it wasn't for uh, that trash-ass bullpen we traded our future for, we would be hosting and hoisting trophies all over the goddamn universe. I'm not talking to you, Garmin. Exit. And so now what I need from you is a public apology begging my forgiveness specifically, and that is all, because I will I will not tolerate any slander whatsoever coming from you or your podcast. 1986 Mets. World Series champions, the greatest team ever assembled. So much, so much, so much cocaine, you can't even hardly stand it. I'm going through Wyoming right now. There's snow everywhere, and that's what a 1986 New York Mets airplane looked like. So you can just take that for data. (laughs) Uh, Joe, first off, the Mets did suck last year, okay? Were you watching baseball? Second half surge. No, I don't know. Did this? Did the Mets surge in the second half? Who knows? Who cares? Nah, Joe, you care. I love you. 
Um, Pete Alonso still G. I, I'm gonna give it up to Pete Alonso. I love him, dude. No, I don't love him. I'm getting crazy with the loves right now. I'm dialing that back. Speaking of the cocaine, I no, uh, yeah, I like the '86 Mets. <laughs> Not cocaine. I wasn't gonna say I like cocaine. You thought I was, but I didn't. Um, I did like the '86 Mets. I was very young for that. I guess I just liked Daryl Strawberry and Doc Good, and those two guys were badass motherfuckers. I, when Strawberry came to LA, even though that was very uneventful, I feel like and underwhelming. I'm not gonna look up his numbers in LA. They didn't go great. I love Daryl Strawberry, the Straw Man, as they called him. I'll tell you what, though, if I was a baseball player in the '80s, I probably would have been fucked too. All the, especially in New York City in the late '80s. Jesus Christ, that shit was a fucking goddamn party central capital of the cocaine of the world. I don't care about how much cocaine was in L.A. New York City in the early to mid-80s. If you stumbled out of bed in your apartment, you'd probably fall into a pile of cocaine. And even if you didn't have a party or do cocaine in the late 80s. If you opened the window in your apartment and the wind was blowing fucking hard enough, there'd probably be some cocaine that'd blow in and go right in your nose if you lived in New York City in the mid to late 80s. You go to brush your teeth, you open up your toothpaste, you're, you're, pro- you're a preacher, you're, go- you go- you're about to head to Sunday fucking give a sermon. You ain't even ever drank a beer before. You open your toothpaste in New York City in the late to mid 80s toothpaste. You squeeze it out, it's gonna just shoot out cocaine. Cocaine was everywhere. Can't even be mad at the Mets for doing cocaine or Daryl Strawberry or Dockett and probably doing 400 lines at a, a night off some chick's ass cheek. Can't be mad at them. Right, Joe? I mean, they won the World Series. PED. See what the next voicemail is. That was a wild fucking. I don't even know where I was going with that. Cocaine, man. It's a hell of a drug. I wouldn't know, though. Hey, this is Jacob DeGrom's shampoo bottle. Joe calling. And- Joseph, I'm going to stop you right there because I think I know this might be a call in regards to my Jacob DeGrom talk on one episode when I spoke about the Cy Young Awards. And now here we are. Jacob DeGrom won a Cy Young. I don't know if you're going to speak about that, but your intro leads me to believe that you have something to say about Jacob DeGrom, the current ace stud muffin of the New York Mets of New York. And I just got to the part where you're predicting your Cy Young winners, and now I'm starting to feel like this podcast is a direct attack on my name, okay? You went with Ryu over DeGrom, bro. How about, I don't have any of the stats that DeGrom had this year on me, on my person right now, but just know they were super dope, all right? And all the numbers were low where they needed to be, and the dude struck out like 95% of the batters he faced. So for you to come up in here with Ryu, get out of here, all right? All the way. I'm just, I'm sick of this West Coast bias on this podcast. I mean... Like, I don't blame you because in California there's a plethora of weed, and so 
that's probably, you know, what your main course is every night. Because for you to think Ryu over DeGrom in any decade, that doesn't make any sense. But if you did that, man, I, I don't want to see your face in Queens ever again. Goodbye. Forever. I'm going to unsubscribe and then quickly resubscribe because I love you. Oh, uh, once again, I come out of the voicemail giggling at Joe. <laughs> he was right, Jacob DeGrom had low numbers where he needed low numbers and lots of strikeouts and has a great flow and now Cy Young Award. I was wrong. I should be eating crow on that. I might have been a little homerish on my decision to go with Ryu over DeGrom. But whatever. I'm ride or die, okay? <laughs> oh man, Joe. Queens. I actually I actually have been in City Field. It's a very nice place. I went there for a Mother's Day game one year, many, many years ago, when James Loney was still the Los Angeles Dodgers' first baseman. And, oh, Jerry Sands played in that game. And, boy, I thought when Jerry Sands was coming up, he was going to be a super fucking star. Now he's probably bagging groceries somewhere. No hate, Jerry, if you're listening. But I was wrong about about, uh, Ryu. Uh, it's definitely Jacob DeGrom that won, and that was not a personal attack on you. And this, it does have a West Coast bias on this on this podcast, Joseph. But I thank you for tuning in still and telling me that you love me once again. We're mentioning that a lot on this episode because you probably, when you called, didn't think I was going to jam them all into one. But here we are, the Joe and Jesse Show on Let Me Just Say Podcast. I think I maybe got one or two more. I, I, I got to look. I'm just, I'm just dragging and dropping right, right now. Um, let's see. Let's see if I got any more. Joe email. Voicemails. Not emails. Not emails. Voicemails. Hey, Jesse. It's Joe on a mobile down here south of Portland, Oregon. How many of you guys played Oregon Trail? Oregon? Oregon. Oregon Trail. Oregon. Oregon, as Joe said. Trail. Is that too old? I mean, come on. Everybody knows that, right? I fucking spent half my life playing Oregon Trail. Now he's fucking me up. Oregon Trail. Joe's in my head with his mispronunciations of states. But, uh, hey, Joe, I hope all things are safe now that you're not in Oregon, Oregon, Origami anymore because you're in california currently but during this voicemail you weren't you were riding the trail i hope you don't have dysentery and your oxen made it through what would you do joe would you would you take an extra 40k a year on your salary but you had to you had to haul all your freight with just four oxen so i'm talking about you got to go on freeways with those bitches everything four oxen i'll give you 40 more 10 more k a year uh uh for per oxen <laughs> that doesn't seem like enough let's do 100k you got to drive around the country with four oxen and you and shit on the back just like whoopsh, whoopsh. <laughs> that's Joe fucking open back open no you're not in a shell either it's just you're sitting on a wagon like old western style so the wind is in your hair he rain, sleet, snow, shine. Joe's on his wagon with his oxen, which I would probably, if I was you, name 
um, after some Mets, maybe. <laughs> hundred more K a year. Or what does it take for you to drive around the country with oxen instead of an actual fucking tractor trailer, Joe? Let's talk about that sometime. But I don't think that's why you called today. So let's see what your voicemail's about. Hey, uh, got some relationship advice for that lady, that young lady that had the anxiety with the texting about the guy that she didn't know if he likes it or not. Guess what? He's a guy. Fucking likes it. Don't stop. Actually, hammer time. Send more messages. If he doesn't like it, he'll probably just either block your number or, like, move to Maine or something. But if if I know what I think I know about men, which is pretty much a lot because I spent a lot of time in showers with them, um, not like, you know, romantically, but just, like, the war does things to a man, Jesse. So don't worry about what I've done in my past. You focus on what you're doing right now, and that's helping these young ladies get through their anxiety. So all I'm trying to say is if she's got a crush on this dude, forget a text message. Show up at his front door, like, with with a box of tacos or something, like from Taco Bell when they get the freebies because the dude stole the base. Dude. If a chick shows up on my door with that, oh, man, not only will my wife slaughter me and her and probably her family, but it – oh, speaking of that, because then she watches a lot of that murder mystery shit, so she probably would know how to get rid of my body. Well, maybe not my body. She'd have to throw it in, a, like, a chemical vat or something. But then, like, I'm pretty big. And then I think when you die, like, you start bloating. And so then I'm just going to get even fatter. So she has no chance. So she's definitely not going to kill me. She doesn't shouldn't have the upper body strength. She's she's more feisty. She's got that uh she's got that low pad level. Um so anyways, what was I saying? Love the podcast. I hope I helped out. I really want tacos now. Yeah, I'm fat. All right. All right. That's a lot to digest. Um, we went from relationship advice all the way to murder, all the way to Joe's wife's upper body strength or lack thereof, and <laughs> it was a wild ride. Um, so on a previous episode of the podcast, someone called in and asked them a relationship advice. They're having a hard time deciding on whether or not they're sending too many text messages to somebody that they're kind of interested in. And, well, Joe says show up at the front door with a box of tacos. Because, like, how could that go wrong, right? Except for if your wife murders her and leaves you alive, Joe, because she doesn't have the upper body strength. Would you be able to live with that? I mean, I guess you'd get some free tacos. So, it ain't all that bad. (laughs) Fucking show up with tacos, he said. Uh, You guys want to hear a funny story? One time I was invited to a house party and they're like, yeah, just bring, you don't need to bring beer. Like we got the beer. Everybody's just going to maybe bring some food to eat uh, so we don't have to cook or whatever. And I was like, man, I'm fucking, I'm not trying to cook anything. I don't want to. So I went to the McDonald's drive-thru and I asked for 25 double cheeseburgers. 25 bucks, whatever. I would have spent 25 bucks cooking something, right? 25 Double cheeseburgers. 
I rolled up to that party with like three McDonald's bags full of double cheeseburgers. To this day, I still run into people telling that story to me when they see me. So that was a Hail Mary. Uh, I didn't know how it was going to go across when I showed up at this fucking house party with 25 double cheeseburgers. But, I mean, a bunch of mid-20-year-old dudes playing beer pong. Fucking double cheeseburgers are like, I might as well walked into the fucking... I don't, know, I don't have an analogy. I might as well walked in with 25 double cheeseburgers with a bunch of hungry dudes playing beer pong. Uh, I don't remember what else Joe was saying. Oh, he talked about the murder mystery shit. It's true. Women love murder mystery. I've I've expanded on this research since I originally brought that up on the podcast because some females have reached out. Women. Is females disrespectful? I hate when I say that because I feel it's disrespectful to women. Women have reached out. I love you ladies I'm sorry if that hurt anyway and said that they wa- they watched it and they love murder mystery because they're planning to kill their husband one day so I don't know if I have any other Joe uh, voicemails let me let me tab over here real quick and see what's going on in the old Joe voicemail box <laughs> yeah well who am I who was I kidding we still got some more let's get a couple more here maybe one or two or ten Oh, hey, Jesse, it's Joe. Oh, what a nice surprise to hear that my buddy Joe has called the podcast. <laughs> um, Hey, Joe, it's your buddy, Jesse. What do you got for me on this one? Uh, approaching the Utah border from Wyoming. Let me tell you something about Wyoming. It fucking sucks. Anyways, that's not why I called. The reason I called is because I have 3G right now. I don't even know if this is going to make it into your earlobes because um, that's not how earlobes work. The whole inner ear setup, like whoever designed that, interesting, right? So here's the thing. My radar says that I should be in snow right now, but it's not. I'm not in snow. There's no snow. It's really cloudy. It's 36 degrees. So my little snowflake icon isn't even on there. And they need to change that snowflake icon to Bernie Sanders' face. That way I know it's about to get snowflakeish up in this piece, okay? So how about that? Man, I really I feel like this is some fire content right now, and I'm wasting on three fucking G. I probably sound like I'm I'm trying to talk to you from an outhouse, like at the bottom, like somebody just shit me out of their butt, and I'm at the bottom in like the in the mud and the muck. Ugh. Speaking of outhouses, when I moved in with my in-laws a while back, I'm not going to get into why that happened, but they had a couple rattlesnakes start inhabiting their outhouse, and guess what I did? Is Peter listening to this? I fucking killed them. I cut their heads off um, after we shot it like 100,000 times. Those things are resilient little bastards. I didn't make any boots out of them, but I did kill them, and I got pictures with them. So I'm a bit of a savage. Uh, I hope I didn't wreck the whole ecosystem with my act. But guess what? I got kids. I got a dog. I got a family. And I'm just trying to do my part to make sure that they survive. Because you know what? Without kids, I don't get a, that good a tax return. So kids are important. And also, when it comes to kids and putting them all over Twitter, guess what? It's in God's hands. That's my motto. And if me putting my kid's face on Twitter is going to get me more likes and, and reactions, guess what? I'm going to go have more kids and put them all over the shit, too. Because guess what? It's all about that clout. I can't believe this voicemail hasn't cut me off yet. Two minutes, 22 seconds. Let's go. I'm just getting warmed up. Guess what? Welcome to Utah. You know what's the cool part about Utah? 
is when you leave it. I had to spend the weekend there last week, and it was fine. Like, my satellite, my TV was all hooked up. So I got a good signal. They to watch football. Eagles suck. Fuck them. Cowboys got lucky. Played the Lions. They fucking suck. Sorry, no offense. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. But I am there in Utah, and god dang it, if it doesn't look just like Wyoming Jr. So, anyways, I think I've run out of shit to talk about. That's <laughs> that's a lie. I never run out of shit to talk about because you know why I'm lonely, this bitch. Just fucking just sitting here. I can't reach my sunflower seeds. I'm sick of drinking water. I haven't had soda in like a month and a half. Ugh, my kidneys probably love it, but guess what? I hate it. <laughs> you know what, Joe? Why would Kanye West... I can't talk sometimes. Why would Kanye West move to Wyoming if it sucks there? What an idiot. Because I believe you over him every day of the week. Even if you're calling me from a fucking flip phone with your 3G connection and it sounded like that. You know? So, let's touch on the, the rattlesnake situation though, man. Because I don't want my listeners to be upset that you killed some rattlesnakes. Because fuck snakes. Who, If you have a snake as a pet, you are a crazy person. <laughs> I mean that with all due respect for anybody that owns a snake and I just offended. But... Joe, if my dogs were in risk of being bitten by a rattlesnake, I would dive on the rattlesnake on top of it and wrestle it to death. So for you to protect your family and your dogs from that demon of a devil of a reptile, good on you. You you fucking big hunky beef of man killing those rattlesnakes. Why didn't you make a little keychain out of his tail or something, though? Do I got to teach you everything, man? You know how fucking badass it would be right now if when you hopped out of your rig to go into the fucking glider or whatever it's called. What's it called? It's something airplane related. I forget. Fucking the pilot. Is that the name of the fucking gas station? Imagine if you had a rattlesnake tail keychain. Nobody would ever fuck with you on the road. If you if somebody was about to cut you off in a little car, you just held up that rattlesnake keychain, fuck out of here. They might swerve off the road and just kill themselves to just avoid having any confrontation with you. Because only badasses have rattlesnake fucking keychains. Come on, man. Kill as many rattlesnakes as you want. Just don't fucking let up the opportunity like that. Christ, man. And you kill two of them? We could have had a matching set. Rattlesnake keychain gang, bro. Gang, gang. Fuck, Joe. Man. What a miss. I think you should go kill. Where are you at? You're in California. Next time you're in fucking Utah, you better hunt down some goddamn rattlesnakes for us and you better make some rattlesnake keychains to prove that you do really do love me. Because I'm tired of this bullshit. We could have had rattlesnake keychains. Fuck. Get your ass back to Utah. Oh yeah. Guess who just found some LTE up here in the mountains of Utah? It's your boy, Joe. And I just want to say, let me just say, I like how whenever you get a female caller and you call, you say, thanks for the call, girl. And I, all I hear is call, girl. And I'm like, Jesse's got a call, girl. But then sometimes I also like whenever you'll talk normal, like a normal guy, like the rest of your podcast, and then when a when you're talking to a girl, you get your pimp daddy voice on. That makes me smile because I don't, I can't do that. 
you know, I can't, I can't change it up. Once I start talking to somebody, I just, it's just me and it's just all nonsense until I start talking to a girl. Then I leave because I don't talk to girls because they got cooties. And also my wife's calling. I got to go. <laughs> oh, well, that was it. <laughs> that was the last voicemail. And, uh, yo, I don't know what you're talking about when I switch up my voices when the f- female callers call in because I think I talk to everyone the same. <laughs> so I don't know what you mean, bro. I don't have a pimp daddy voice. This is my voice. So chill out. Because you're putting me on blast right now. And I don't really appreciate it. Because you're my good buddy. And I treat everyone equally on this podcast. No matter your gender, race, or anything else. I even let Astros fans call in and talk. I love you guys too. Thanks for tuning in to this special edition of Let Me Just Say with the guest voicemail caller at slide underscore peace 37 on Twitter, also known as Joe. He makes some great fucking content. He makes some funny videos. So you guys should go follow him so I can get some more voicemails so that my podcast can continue to... (laughs) I almost said to be successful. Listen to me, man. Someone slapped me. I'm fucking talking like a jerk right now. (laughs) Oh, shit. That was fun, Joe. 45 minutes, bro. Appreciate the artwork. Can't wait for you guys to see... Well, you'll... You'll already have seen it by the time you see that, hear this. Got a little new header for this episode. So, everybody be good. I'll still uh, probably do another podcast this weekend because I still got other voicemails from other human beings who aren't fucking stalking my podcast. <laughs>